Welcome to Have an Opinion. We were gone last week because someone, uh, well, we'll get into that in a little bit. But today we're talking about the college football playoff, a little Star Wars action with a little bit of a preview of what's to come in the future, as well as our top 10 summer songs. All that and more today on Have an Opinion. And welcome back to Have an Opinion. If you listened last week, you couldn't have because you're a liar because there was no episode last week. And if you were to have listened, you would have heard me talk about how rough of a day I had trying to find mic stands and how I didn't find them for cheap. And then my saving grace of that day was podcasting. And so Kyle shows up and I had everything ready because the first episode we did of this third season... I wasn't ready. We sat here for 20 minutes while I set everything up. And of course, things weren't working the way the YouTube tutorial said they would. Eventually, I got it. But I felt very embarrassed. Uh, Kyle holds me in a high regard. And I can't let him down like that again. So last week, I was like, okay, this is it. We're in the zone here. Everything's ready. I forgot that the metronome was on Logic Pro X, which is the thing I record onto, the app I record onto. I forgot I have the metronome where it's automatically on unless you turn it off. Gotcha. So I go on, and we record the episode, I go, oh, the metronome was on. But I said it in a way that was like, no big deal. Because yeah, yeah. we also record the video through OBS. Right. And yeah. I had the audio as the same inputs as yeah. we're using here. So there was the backup, might have sounded a little weird. Right. Turns out I didn't do that last week. So then I go, uh-oh. That's what it was? The yes. Au- okay. So the, uh, the backup audio on the thing we record the video on was not existent. Okay. There's no camera audio because it's plugged into the laptop. And the real audio was the metronome. It was a metronome. Okay. So there's this one now. way everyone said that you could fix it. Mm-hmm. Didn't work. Tried it like, I kid you not, 10 times. Over three days. Didn't work. <laughs> I, I, it, by the time I was, every time I was really motivated. Like, this time it's going to work. I'm going to match everything up right. It's going to work. Right. Didn't do it. Eventually I said, your blood pressure really, you can't do that. And so I just said, it is what it is, but it ain't what it used to be. And um, so that was that. Gotcha. So we're sorry for no episode last week. The blame can be placed solely on me. Oh, I thought I, you were going to throw it at me. I hope, <laughs> I hope that you can forgive me. You at home and Kyle. Oh, of course. I, I can't even Kyle, open a PDF file, let alone oh, handle man. any of this. Fair enough. <laughs> I guess we know who the brains is, despite mm. our conflicting degrees. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so we're here this week, uh, two of the topics we kind of talked about last week, we're going to morph them a bit this week, so it doesn't sound rehearsed. Uh, our top 10 summer songs, I correctly predicted that me and Kyle would have three that matched up Mm -hmm. and I turned out to be right. Yeah. Um, our list didn't change. I changed one song just because the more I thought about it, that's all. And I ranked mine this time. Oh, that's cool. I ranked that'll, mine that'll this time. Kyle had balls and ranked his, and I didn't rank oh. mine. And now that I've defended myself for the first five minutes, welcome back <laughs> to Have an Opinion. We hope you're having a good time, you freaks. And we're excited <laughs> to uh, have you back here on YouTube. Uh, if you like what you see, follow the podcast at uh, HAO Podcast on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Don't have any of the others because our Twitter ba- barely has any following. So uh, we're not going to go make other pages too. Uh, but you can also hit subscribe down there mm-hmm. on uh, on the big old YouTube ski. Uh, Kyle, how's life? I heard you had a war today with your with your slicing the and slicing dicing. bacon. It, so the problem with bacon, well, the the big problem is that I sliced ox roast, like the first four times I had ever sliced anything, because a guy left, and so now I'm the slice. Well, I'm one of the slicers, in there, 
And so every now and then they'll throw me on ham steaks or they'll throw me on bacon, which is fine. It's just it gets sliced differently. It gets packed differently. Ox roast is kind of its own thing. Slicing it, you got to cut it out of a bag. It's all messy. Mm -hmm. Throw it, slice it, grab it off the belt and just throw it in a tub. I mean, you can picture a roast beef sandwich. It's it's, it's just meat thrown together. Yeah, ox roast is kind of a thing where we're from. You could probably just compare it to roast beef like you said. It's what I at my grad party Sunday. So maybe the Uh, bucket of slop you put together will be the bucket we purchase. Pass through these hands. And so with bacon, it comes out and slices a bacon. And the one thing I never realized is like, so a slice of bacon's like, you know, this or whatever. A ton of those together is a huge slab of bacon. I'd never seen it, you know, until I started working there. I never saw it that way. Mm-hmm. But so it goes through and you kind of have to like flip them over and get them nice and neat. But if the bacon gets too warm, I mean, it's still under 40 degrees. Or whatever, but if mm-hmm. it gets too warm, it gets kind of goopy. If it gets too cold, like frozen, it gets like rock hard and it doesn't slice well. And just naturally, it was just all over the place today mm-hmm. and... The belts got messed up, and you got to go oh. in and fix it. And it just—it's one of those things where, like, I've had a bunch of problems on the slicer, and so I feel like it's just me. Yeah, everyone around me is like, "Gosh, that Kyle just sucks." I'm uh-huh. like, it's not me. Like the belts, the grease. You're like, Wah! yeah, they get all slimy, and they kind of veer over. And you have to move the belt back. But I, yeah, I every just, time I'm you, too self-conscious. Every time it. you talk about your work, mm-hmm. even though they're not comparable. I think of the Drake and Josh scene they ripped off from I Love Lucy where they're just throwing the sushi up in yeah, the air and getting yeah. it to stick. I always think of you at the slicer and like there's all this meat and like <laughs> you're ripping it apart with your hand to make it go faster because <laughs> you can't cut it with That's the thing what, quick enough. I always think of that on, they're called like roll stocks, but it's the same idea. Like you grab hot dogs and you put them into a little pouch mm-hmm. and you know there's 10 or however many in that specific pack. But yeah, it's the same thing. You're just flying and you know if somebody turns the machine up to go fast, you're just... Yeah, hot dogs yeah. everywhere. Let and the like, sushi roll. Yeah, exactly. Oh man. Well, I went to work Friday again. Love loving the weekend job I got here. Currently mm. my only job as the sports media market rummages through me, like a dumpster behind a strip club or something. Oh. I don't know. That I just tried to add more detail and it made it kind of uh, weird. But um, they're like, I'm doing tickets, and they're like, the only thing you'll ever have to do is hit general admission or child under twelve. That's all you ever have to do. I'm like, awesome. I show up to work at 1.30 on Friday. Mm-hmm. Gates open at 2. No. They opened the gates early because people were waiting already. Oh. So I got there. Oh, oh, oh. There's a three-day event. You can either participate all three days, two days or one day. Right. You can either attend all three days or one day. No two-day option. And you give them wristbands because they're allowed to camp out in the one area. Okay. At the, at the place. Okay. Without giving too many specifics. So I went, and I wasn't told what wristbands correspond with what. I was given six clipboards with wristbands and notes on them because you could pre-register too. And just said, here you go. And for six hours, I did that So with this other lady. She was, like, so nice about it, and they were, like, laughing, like, oh, not bad for not knowing what you were doing when you got here. I was like, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. So you could only stay one day or three days and— wristbands there was no two-day pass so you either would have had to fork up the money and get the three-day pass or buy a two one days if you were only staying for two days and you they didn't tell you which wristbands corresponded to which no i mean they were on like the paper Mm -hmm. but i literally got handed the papers and wristbands laid them all out 
and they opened my ticket window. Like, okay, here you go. And people could pre-register. Oh, I see. And I like, see. people don't know all the lingo that I needed to know. Right. So they were like, yeah, I bought tickets already under whatever. And I'm like, are you driving or are you attending? And they're like, oh, whatever. And then I like would look through their name or look them up on the system and oh. then be like, oh, yeah, they're here. Oh, no, they must not have done it. And then there are people that like said, well, if this name doesn't work, then my buddy must have bought them. And that would be under his name. And so like I'm looking up like four names at a time and there's – I was like, holy crap. That's funny. Yeah, that's something you never would think about like as the guy buying tickets. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah, my buddy probably got them. Meanwhile, you're – Yeah, I'm, I'm putting the iPads and the mediocre internet through the ringer. <laughs> but we're about to put you through the ringer on uh, some – Hard-headed opinion? I didn't, I didn't like that wording. But it's opinion time. The Nick and Kyle life banter's over. We don't talk until the show starts. Never. I've blocked his number. <laughs> he just says, I will show up on Wednesdays. And then I just have to... I can't do anything on Wednesday because I never know when <laughs> Kyle's going to come. Um, but before that, actually... Actually, no, let, no, we can't do it in the middle because I don't want you to not drink that for the whole first half hour of the show. Why well, what, what do we got? What do we got there? You said you were going to wait for your first sip till we were yeah. on air, and then you've been sipping at it already. So <laughs> now that you're a liar, why don't you at least tell us it's what you got and how it tastes? Kiwi Apple uh, Red Bull. Good. It's a, I, the green edition, like Red Bull does the yellow edition, the red edition. Mm-hmm. I think red is cranberry. It's not great. It's okay. Um, it's good. I can't. I don't think I've ever had it before, which is surprising because kiwi apple anything is right up my alley. But so far, I've had what a Nos, a Mountain Dew, and a Red Bull. As far as brands go, we're we're checking off all the boxes on the new episodes, and I'm excited. I uh, I agree. What, what are we giving that out of ten? Oh man, now you got me thinking. Hey, we got to put something on one of the graphics on the screen. We haven't had anything yet. <laughs> we just every now and then it just pops up. The green apple was six out of ten. <laughs> Did you know? I give it a, a six or a seven. They have, um, this is a sidetrack, but there's a coconut. It's coconut berry Red Bull. It's uh-huh. the white can. I hate coconut. Like, I don't eat any co- coconut, nothing, coconut milk, the water people drink, nothing. That Red Bull is in probably my top five wow. favorite energy drinks. It. So our, you, you know Abdallah, our friend Abdallah. Mm-hmm. You know, he told me about it, and he was like, the first sip is sunscreen. Tastes like sunscreen. If you can get past that blast of coconut, because the berry that's in it makes the aftertaste sour, so you're not left with like bad coconut after flavor. Oh, I. That's just to anybody who to anybody who hates coconut. If you oh, if you can just get past it for a second, I think the berry is strong enough to make a coconut hater, a coconut lover. Wow. So we talked about Star Wars last week. We've talked about Star Wars numerous times before. Disregard. No, I'm just kidding. I <laughs> just right past it. <laughs> I know. I'm not talking about your coconut. Um, but I am gonna. I might try that. I actually don't mind Red Bull. Getting back to the Red no. Bull. I do not mind Red Bull. I take small ones to work. So you know how Red Bull comes in the small cans? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have small white ones. I can get, I'll bring you one. Wow. And if you don't like it, guess who would finish it? Because it's that good. The only thing that stinks about liking energy drinks is, is that like, I feel like my kidneys are going to fail. Well, yeah. Well, you don't <laughs> drink them a ton. Like this one, I never feel the caffeine boost mm-hmm. because I just drink too much caffeine This is all decaf time. because that's oh, the decaf. only K-Cups we had, my dad's oh, okay. decaf ones. Absolute it, robbery. Star Wars. That's yeah. what we're gonna talk about. Now that's that right. now that you're all done, you're all our friends anyway. So like you you might have liked the catching up with Nick and Kyle, but now it's time to get into the other <laughs> crap that random people might tune in for. Um, we talk about Star Wars all the time. It we always do. comes back to Star Wars. 
It's the geekiest stuff we'll ever talk about on this show. Yeah, it's a good And topic. so now we're going to take it to the next level. The next level. Because what right. we are planning has never been done before on a podcast that I listen to. And I listen to like 10 podcasts. Not religiously, but 10 <laughs> podcasts. One of them is this show. And I know we've never done it before. <laughs> so put that in your pipe and smoke it. Um, I'm sure someone has done this before. But no one's going to do it as haphazardly as we are going to do it. That's a guarantee. Mm -hmm. um what we've been planning there's mm -hmm. no details ironed out yet we're just going to explain it i figure we go could through do some of that right here and yeah then, yeah we're gonna have a star wars tournament mm. okay get your lightsabers get your jedi robes put your cloak on put the hood up we're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna have a little battle i'm not sure how we're gonna do it yeah not sure we're gonna do votes or what fact of the matter is star wars tournament's coming up yeah. we're gonna talk about it a little bit yeah. Talk about it a little bit. I, I didn't really narrow it down to 16 people. Okay. I was thinking about this at work today, trying to come mm -hmm. up with my ideas for we're gonna, it. Okay. We're going to have a thinking session out loud, and you're going to get to listen to it. I like it. Um, I'm thinking, again, this is all preliminary. We're going to have the meeting live for all of you. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking 16 people. Yeah. We got our we got our one seeds. I'm thinking four one seeds. It's one through eight, one through eight, one through eight. That's not how that works. One, one through, through four. One Nah, nah, just do one through eight. One through eight, so two I think one be, seeds. Yeah, yeah, two one seeds. I mean, yeah, because then you could do like a Jedi and a Sith one seed. Yeah. The one thing that I was going to ask you, and I don't want to throw off uh, your train of thought, I think it would be better to mix them. Like, for the one seeds, you could do one Jedi, one Sith. Uh-huh. But I don't think we should keep it all Jedi on no, the side. No, 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 Because no, no. the problem is... We want is, the fantasy matches. Exactly. Too. Because it's like, oh, the best Sith is this guy and the best Jedi is this guy. Even though, like, well, if this dude fought this dude, he'd win. You know what I mean? Like, Do we do, do we, like, do Anakin and Darth Vader? I feel like you have to. Yeah. Yeah, you could because they were different at least, like, their fighting style. One guy was, like, more robotic, yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I would say what I was going to ask you, the other question is, where do you put guys like Han Solo? Nowhere. Nowhere. So this no, is a you, lightsaber. You need a lightsaber. Okay. If you don't have a saber, you're out of here. That's what I thought, wah, too. Wah, 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 wah. I yeah. know Boba Fett, Jango Fett could put up a fight, but I mean, you figure anybody who has the force mm -hmm. could basically take one of those guys and just you know, put them against the wall. You know what I mean? Do something. Granted, anybody who has the force that could, could do that, but like if two of the same guys have the force, then you can't just control the other guy the whole time. Mm -hmm. And the only guy with lightsabers that doesn't have the force would be Grievous, but he's got four arms, so I don't think Boba Fett's doing too much. He does have four arms. You know what I mean? I don't know. I uh, put... There's going to be a lot of... Uh, what's the word? What's what's lobbying? A lot lobbying. of lobbying from I this think, guy I, for I Darth Maul and Grievous to go far. that are going to take place during this thing. Again, we don't have the details ironed out. I want to spend a lot of time on our last topic today, so if this goes a little short, this one, then that's oh, yeah. fine with my with my. That's fine with me. Mm -hmm. um, but let's think out loud. Who is our number one seed? So for each side, we'll argue our number one seed. This won't be definitive, but I want to hear who you think. We're going to give our biased opinion first, right off the top of the head. I would say a disclaimer too is like we're both familiar with canon, familiar with everything, but like yeah, you're not yeah, going to see like. Point. Like some of the people with like yellow lightsabers from the comic books, you know, some of the Sith who were around before Qui Gon. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. That, there. Yeah. We'll we'll cap it to the movies. They got to be in the nine movies. How about that? Yeah. They got to be in the nine movies, and we'll 
based off of those movies and the Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. That's what our thinking is. Yes. Okay. Go ahead. Good. The nine movies, and uh, I don't think there's anybody. Because like I know Vader the... has a ton of cool stuff he's done, but like I I got to go off of what I've seen yeah. at least, you know. Yeah. Plus Rogue One. Uh huh. Um. So number one, you probably got to put Sidious number one for yeah for the Sith. Yeah, you're right. Which feels weird, you know what I mean? Because there's a lot of good Sith. What's crazy? A crazy one I was thinking of is Dooku. A Dooku yeah. is like the the man for a lot of the movies, but. He's old when you see him because he was a Jedi and mm-hmm. then he turned. So it's like I don't know. He's gonna be a weird he's got one his to rank. Ring on Cartoon Network lightsaber handle. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the 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 point to that argument also is that Darth Vader we know was constructed so he couldn't overpower him. True. Which is kind of funny when he then he lifts him up and goes ah and the lightning's like yeah and he throws him down the well. You like that hand motion. That really. was good. Only for him to be s- sitting in a lair. Oh. Potentially being attracted to Maybe his great granddaughter, one through six, because that's where my other thing. Well, actually, I'll give you another one seed for the Jedi. I'd go with Obi Wan well, or Yoda. I it's, think we should do one through nine because I want Kylo Ren. Okay, that was, when he hits the invisible Mark Hamill, Luke Skywalker, <laughs> breathes heavily. It's so, my favorite. Will we great job with those boys? Ray and Kylo Ren will be added just to make it fair. They'll be in the talent pool. Okay, they'll be in the talent pool. I mean, I can't guarantee what's going to happen. True, I haven't sat down to pick out sixteen people with lightsabers. That's we why might get through ten and be like, All we're right, debating we're... some of it here. We'll have a full bracket for you next week. Yeah, and none of your input will be included, <laughs> but it will be when it's time to pick a winner. Maybe. Yeah, we could consult John on this one too. He would know some of it. Or yeah. he would just laugh at us, and then we'd go on without listening yeah, to him. Yeah, he would tell us that we need to look at the canon more, which I get it. He's a canon guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, number one Jedi, easily Kit Fisto. <laughs> oh. His tentacles. <laughs> <laughs> Every time. Yeah, that's one where, like, it's... For this bracket, I don't think Kit Fisto is going to be ranked anywhere. No. If, if even on it. Even though he's really good in the comics and stuff, it's... Based on the movies yeah. and, you know, casual things. I, uh, Jedi, I didn't want to cut you. I'd have to, maybe Luke. Like the late stage of Luke. I always Luke. forget about Luke. Yeah. I'd put, I'd put The you. original and or protagonist right. of the thing. He I'd, always slides under the radar. Yeah, you forget about that guy. I'd put Revenge of the Sith Obi-Wan or Revenge of the Sith Yoda as my one or two. And then Luke's probably. Oh, Yoda. I forgot about that little shit. Yeah. I mean, and you figure he's like the perfect foil to, uh, you remember foil? Perfect foil. First outer inner last, baby. That's not what I meant. Go math. Oh. Him and Sidious, like old, they both kind of use the lightning. They both, you know, less sword play, more force. Um, But I'm trying, it's probably got to be Yoda, Obi-Wan as your one and two. And then Sidious... And Vader as your one and two? I know we said we're not going to break it up half Sith, half Jedi, but... Yeah. Because um, that's the interesting thing. I don't thing. know. Like, I just like try to think of actual fights Yoda had, and I can't put it together, really. Well, he fought Dooku. Yeah. And then he fought Sidious When and he does lost. his little flying in the air. Yeah. And then he f- runs away from... Sidious. I think he deserves to go to the final just because of how he kills the guards. Oh, for the... Palpatine, but he's just like, 
Yeah, they just and they're just like oh, fly oh. against the wall. <laughs> they're just like ah, and then he jumps around on his pod. That's the best visual in that movie is when he's throwing the like Senate like pod yeah, seats he's, like, out. He's like ah, ah. <laughs> he's like throwing them at Yoda, and Yoda's like ah, <laughs> trouble I am. <laughs> wow, that was good. But yeah, hmm. this is there's I, a lot to think about be going fun... forward. Let us know what you think if you think anything at all. Is there any of the eight people that end up watching or listening? Uh, you know what we'll have to do is um, construct so. The two seeds. I feel like we're gonna we're gonna run into half and half. Yeah. Unless unless you just make a one through sixteen ranking, and then like number one is a one seed, number two is a one seed, number three is a a two seed for number two. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You would have to give. Oh man, I think it could work. I think it will work. I'm actually editing my list for the last topic right now, so I apologize. Oh, no, you're fine. I'm trying to think. So, like, like one Sidious, two Yoda, three Obi-Wan, four Darth Maul, we'll just say. Then mm-hmm. it would be Sidious is the one seed, and on his side of the bracket would be number four, mm-hmm. the worst of the two seeds, since he's the best of the one what seeds. What if we did it? Never mind. That wouldn't make any sense. I was going to say by movie, but that would be... Mm. That'd be dumb. Tough. That'd be dumb because then you'd have the winner of the battle at the end of the movie. Yeah. And you'd be like, how do you pick over them? Right. So that'd be dumb. My bad. Sorry to everyone. Sorry to everyone. Speaking of brackets. Yeah. We're going to move on to sports yeah, now. Yeah, I think we should before we just ramble. Yeah, which we were already close. Oh, yeah. Uh, we'll move on. College football playoff. Four teams as of right now. Oh, yeah. Right. Kyle and I think that should change. I'll, yeah, it's... Oh. I'll give you the floor... Okay. If you want to start. Sure. Um, I think a lot about college football. I'm big I Ohio. Think you think about it when you sleep. He thinks about when he wakes up. <laughs> I'm never not thinking he about He wakes up and football. thinks of Joel Klatt. <laughs> Joel Klatt is the best commentator, hands down. Him I, and Gus Johnson, oh my God. Yeah, Fox Put it games in my are arm. the best. Yeah, they're the best. Because you can tell he cares. Like when you listen to Joel Klatt on Colin Coward's show, you this guy goes home and he does his research and stuff. Not that other people don't, but... He's just really good. So, yeah, there's four teams right now, and the argument every year, should they expand or not? And I get that if you expand the playoffs, you lose the the meaning of the four games at the end. Like Because the thing Joel Klatt and Colin Coward have said, I forget which side because they've kind of jumped back and forth, but every game matters. You can't really lose more than two in expecting yeah. the playoffs. And I get that. It just... It's this weird place in college football where the first, the top four teams are like up here. Mm-hmm. Five and six are here, and then it's like, you know what I mean? There, yeah. you can tell. I mean, even Alabama, Ohio State this year. Who do we play in the play? I'm an Ohio State fan, by the way. I don't yeah. know if that's. I didn't know you were on the team, Mister We. Oh, We. Yeah, <laughs> we'll get into that. But either way, oh, that's right. Beat Clemson, which was a close. Well, it wasn't necessarily a close game, but, like, mm-hmm. that's a close matchup. And then we get to Alabama, and it's just crushed. You know what I mean? And yeah. no- Notre Dame's the same way. They beat Clemson in a close one, regular Without season. Without Trevor Lawrence. True, yeah. true. But then uh, lost to Alabama, which I believe they lost to Alabama by less than Ohio State did. Yeah. Because I remember people were saying that. That kind of hurt a little bit. But <laughs> either way. So the point is, there's always those top two teams that are just, you know, if Alabama's great one year, 
you're stuck. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like like this past year, no one really had a shot. I didn't think Clemson would have been able to do it. I was hoping Ohio State would, but we didn't. So what I think we should do, we've talked about this, if you do the five power conference champions and then from there take the next three best teams and be 18. I know you've said that, that too. That's, so that's what I was going to say. Yeah, you, you take told, the power five conference champs. Right. And then the next, the next top three ranked teams. I think that because if I had to redo it, I would at least make a way for teams like BYU, UCF to get in and get that's, stomped. That's my thinking. They get in, they get stomped, and then you can say, we told you so, you've, you're not good. You've got those teams going undefeated like UCF, and then they beat Auburn, which sure, kind, which kind of shut up all of the people saying, oh, well, Auburn had injuries that year too, I think. But still, people are like, oh, like, look, we beat Auburn. Right. There's no route for those teams to get into the playoff. Right. Because and, yeah, they how can you shot. justify a UCF getting in when, you know, one of these other top four teams, their only losses to a team that's also in the top ten right now or something? Yeah, like when Alabama loses to Georgia, but then they win their division or yeah. whatever, the conference. Yeah. Yeah. So that I think that's the year. only logical way because now we're at a point where we know people like the playoff. We know it works. But now you have to adjust it. Now you have to tweak it. Well, and, and all these other sports are changing how they're formatting stuff yeah. too. So why not just do college football, who desperately needs it exactly. more than anybody else does? And there's so many bowl games. And what I don't understand oh, is don't pe- get me started on pe- those money making. Yeah, and people will say, "Well, if you expand the playoff, you lose bowl games." I mean, whatever happened to like? Isn't the Rose Bowl? It's Rose Bowl and Orange Bowl are the semifinals, and then there's the national championship. I think right? so. Yeah. So just make. The Fiesta Bowl or the Tostitos Bowl, just one of the playoff games. Well, I mean, that's what they've been doing, too. Yeah, they've been making right, to the, like, the just... New Year's Six, whatever. Yeah. They, those are all basically playoff games. Where yeah. I can't remember them exactly because, frankly, I don't care about the names of them. Right. I, I care about the Rose Bowl, kind of. Yeah, the Rose but, Bowl. But, like, I don't care about the Sugar Bowl. I don't care the name. I care about who's playing. Yeah. I would much rather watch number seven freaking Oklahoma State get run out of the water by Alabama than I would 6-6 six and six Memphis playing 7-5 and five UConn yeah. or something in the Heineke Kark Center Bowl. Yeah. Or the There's... Rush Truck Center Bowl. I don't care about those teams. I don't care about those games. No. Give me something. Mean... Those are all games that you say, yeah, it's on. I'll watch it. It's sports. Right, because there's usually no, one's no football gonna, No one's time. watching a 6-6, six and 7-5 six, and five team. No playing a bowl game unless they like that team. Right. Aside from the fact of, oh, I like college football and college football. Right, you're just watching. Yeah, yeah. By that point, the games are meaningless. It's not like it's a random, you know, Mm -hmm. lower-scale Big Ten game. Mm -hmm. You're like, oh, this might impact the standings. I don't really care about either of these teams. I'm home on a Saturday. Let's watch the game. Because those games all have meaning. Yeah. When you get to the end, when you have 35 bowl games— it's it's on people opt it's, out hey there's and... Frey. you guys want some beer come over grab some chips we'll watch a game oh this yeah. is the game that's on right you just throw it yeah. on and, yeah. and then you talk about high school days or something mm. stupid right like no one's going to be heartbroken if there's no heineke car center bowl if there's no pizza hut bowl up, yeah like it doesn't matter i the one thing I wanted to see, and I haven't checked, I usually do watch what Joel Klatt says about this, because I think he, he said something about a play-in tournament, or like 
obviously playoffs are a tournament in and of themselves, but I forget how many teams he said. He he talked about maybe like a 16-team playoff, mm-hmm. and I forget the reason why, and that could be totally wrong. I don't. I mean, think that's too much. Yeah, maybe that, I forget what he said. He had an idea that was kind of interesting, mm-hmm. where you get a bunch of teams in. I just... I think with football, though, the preparation yeah. and stuff takes so much, and you have to keep in mind... Yeah, these are college kids. Yeah, a lot of them probably won't go to the next level. But right. if you're talking playoff caliber teams, there's a good chance some of those guys oh, yeah. are going to go. And I know like you have to play college to earn your way into the yeah. NFL. But then you're just adding – if you're adding all these games, assuming you're not taking away any games, then you're right. up in the risk of them to get hurt. Yeah. and that, Which right, like not... one more round is fine. Yeah. To me, but like I don't think making it, you know, a four or five step process to get in there is necessary. Right. Especially when granted sometimes they have a couple months off. Mm-hmm. Like season ends in November and then they don't play until New Year's Day sometimes. Mm-hmm. But I mean, football you need to prepare for it. They're college kids and I know the NCAA doesn't care about, you know, prioritizing their education over something. But right. you also and especially if like your number one pick's gonna be there like you don't care if he's going to class but at the same time like you can't be like okay we're gonna have the season go another two weeks because we're adding all these games and right all of that well so I'm with, to think. It's 16 team yeah someone's I, gonna get embarrassed that could be totally wrong i was just gonna bring up way more than eight teams and i don't think that's the right way mm-hmm. at all and for the reasons you well, said you could maybe do 16 if you got rid of top 25 rankings Sure. I think I think another problem is people are way too focused in on the rankings. Yeah. Which to an extent, like you have to be. Right. Like this team's been number two, they've been in the top three all year. Yeah. I think you look at it differently though, if you were to be like, Oh, Georgia's lost one game. Who'd they lose to? Oh, Alabama. Yeah. Maybe they should be in there because they've beaten three other ranked teams. Yeah, like, and it's tough because they they have that like council of people who get together and mm-hmm. make the rankings. And because, yeah, my dad always jokes like if Ohio State wins, but they don't blow somebody out, they might get bumped just because they didn't blow somebody mm-hmm. out. Like, it doesn't matter if you win. It's you know, how bad you win. How? And that's just that's what's weird about college sports is that, yeah, you don't need rankings in pro sports because you take the top two teams from certain divisions. Mm-hmm. You know, the you take the top team and then a wild card or two. Boom, there's a playoffs. College football. Mm-hmm. There's as so we've many said, a team and- in. Conference USA might be twelve and zero, just like yeah. the Alabama is or Notre right. Dame is. So how do you go? Okay, well these twelve and zero teams are fine, but this team's not. That's yeah. why you kind of need to have the rankings. Oh yeah. But at the same time, I think there's like an unnecessary use of those rankings to justify what gets in. And you might go, well that's stupid. What else are they going to base it off of? Right. I think too often it's all about when you lose too. Right. If I'm the four seed, and mm-hmm. we lose. You know, the last week of the regular season and dropped to number 11. Yeah. But the number two team in the country lost in week two and then won nine games in a row. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, they're still going to be number two because their loss was so long ago they had time oh. to make up for it. Right. So then you have rankings that sometimes aren't reflective of what who the best current teams are. Yeah. Well, kind of like with Clemson this year, Notre Dame was ranked ahead of them, but they won, like you said, without Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. So they lost without Trevor Lawrence. And then in the playoff, you know, obviously they're way better when he is playing. I think, yeah, I think eight's the ideal number. And what what I was thinking about what you were talking, I don't know if there's a way you could do it, but like if a team goes undefeated, they make the playoffs like mandatory. Yeah. The only problem, you would have to cap it to conferences, obviously. Like, yeah. if, you know, a local school goes, what well, you know, it's got to be D1 or whatever. But 
what are the chances like multiple teams go undefeated and that would cause problems in the future? I'm just trying to, you know, foresee any problems, but because like I said, you should let those teams make their case. UCF, uh, UConn, Memphis every now and then, you know, fine. If you're, you know, let them go. And if they get embarrassed, then you can tell, you know, whoever makes the change can tell people and say, this is what we were trying to tell you. You know, if we expand too much, people are just going to get stomped, which I do think. And I think that hurts. Yeah. I think that hurts college football as a whole. And I think if maybe you that's have, why they don't do it. You have a team that's literally 10 spots away from another team and they lose to them by 40. Hell, it happens when there's a team two spots away from another team. Oh, yeah. Imagine what, say, UConn or Coastal Carolina is ranked five just because they're undefeated and they end up playing. I don't know, uh, whoever's ranked four, because mm-hmm. we were saying, you know, how much... I forgot Coastal Carolina's been good. Yeah. Coastal Carolina plays Notre Dame or something and just mm-hmm. gets walloped. And then Notre Dame plays Alabama and gets smoked. Like, that's... It's so top-heavy that I think you at least got to the, expand the playoffs just to let teams have a shot. Because the nice thing about college sports is there's always that, like, underdog story motivation. I know it's bigger in March Madness because it's a longer tournament. But, I mean... Who was seven and eight this year? I think like what Georgia, Florida, Oklahoma were all in that range. Those those are great teams with great coaches. They could yeah. upset any you know, especially because those teams play Alabama, play Ohio State. I don't maybe Michigan. Who did Ohio State get in over that everyone was pissed off about this last year? Was it Oklahoma? I don't know because we were third this year. I think we were third or second because Notre Dame was four, right? And Alabama won. And we were second or third? Cause no, because Notre Dame played Clemson in the first round, right? Mm-mm. We no? played Clemson. Notre Dame played Alabama. Oh, yeah, because Clemson get, or Ohio State smoked Clemson. And it was like, oh, Justin Fields is the number one pick now, yeah. not Trevor Lawrence. I forgot. <laughs> I think people – was it Oklahoma then? I think people were mad about Oklahoma. They made a good run. To, they started off really bad and yeah. they got really hot. I can't remember. It, like so much happens, especially COVID season, because oh, I was like, yeah. this college football season doesn't matter at all. Right. And then like more teams were like, oh, no, we're, we're actually going to play. And I was like, well, the hell with you. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so it was weird. I remember the, it feeling like they were trying to get Ohio State in. Yeah. Well, they were like, "Oh, they've only played like six games because the oh, Big Ten was going right. to start later." But we can, we they can come in, and it was like a whole thing. We didn't play as much. That's why, because I remember, I remember there was a reason. And when you brought it up, I was like, "I don't know. We were great this year. That's why, because they didn't play as many." Yeah. And then it's like, well, are six solid Big Ten wins better than the Big Ten was donkey this year too? True, solid. I mean, like yeah. rival, you know. Yeah, you in, had Penn State and Michigan. Well, and like Alabama every year plays Citadel, and that's the. I think that's the other problem is they got to work on scheduling. You need those games though. Oh, you need. They em- can't be playing the top ten every week. No, no, but I I forget what the stat is. It's like the amount of times Alabama plays a ranked opponent in Alabama or at a neutral site in the South is like insane, mm-hmm. and it's probably Nick Saban, you know. Pulling straight, I, you know what I mean. Obviously, you want to play uh-huh. those games where in the spots your team's good. But. I mean, they have so much money from that program; they can just bring in out of town teams and to willingly get beat up on. So their program, you know, lands in the black right. that year instead of the red. Is they pay good money for those games? Yeah, that's why if you ever see like a non-conference game, mm-hmm. you don't have Twitter, so you wouldn't know. And not like it happens that often, but like a non-conference game, if a school like invites a smaller school and the smaller school upsets them, they'll be like, hey, thanks for the payday. 
oh. like enjoy the loss on Twitter sometimes if they're like a really petty kind of deal. So I mean, they make good money bringing in the, or paying those teams that come in. So yeah. I mean, Alabama too. Why not get some extra tickets? That's true. You have so many home games a year too that are non-conference. Right. That's good. Point. I still would rather see them play a decent game. I'd rather game. see them like beat up on a small Big Ten team or something than oh, yeah. play the Citadel or like Alabama, Wisconsin, like at least teams. You West know. Alabama, river flowing down the Mississippi East. I don't know. East. One of those schools that doesn't sound real, like Rocky Mountain State East or something stupid, like something like that. Indiana University of Pennsylvania. Yeah, that one IUP, always... baby. Oh, that yeah. California University of Pennsylvania. Yeah, those are my favorite. <laughs> no offense name. to anyone that goes to those places. I just uh, always think the names are so funny. Yeah. IUP. Yeah, I think they got ex- and I think they're close to expanding it. That's what I was going to end on. I feel like they every have to year be. it gets closer and closer. Like I said, let the bad teams—not that they're bad, but let the teams the play teams a that are likely sca- to get smoked. Right, let them in. Say I told you so. If they get smoked, and if they upset you, then cool. They proved you wrong. You know, add a little parody. You know, to college football, you could have one through eight. Mm-hmm. One seed gets a bye. Two plays eight, three plays seven, you know, you know, and then the worst seeds play and boom. That's what they should do. And that's what I hope they do. I agree. That's all I got to say. Well, we'll move on. The big one. It is time. you've been waiting for. It is time. Perhaps. 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 The most anticipated segment in the history of this show. Mm -hmm. Our top ten summer songs. We did them last week. And none of you heard it. Ultra We're going to do it today. Now. We're going to do it today. I don't remember a and lot of yours, to be honest with you, and I definitely you'll don't hear remember it. the ranking. We hear you. We see. <laughs> we understand you. My phone is, like, blowing up because of the stupid thing my alma mater did today, and I feel like I need to answer people right now. Oh, no, you go So ahead. I'm being very rude today, and I yeah. apologize to everyone, to my friends and my family. Kyle, number 10. Number 10, Redneck Yacht Club, Craig Morgan. I sent it to you today. You did. I don't know if you had a chance to listen to it. It's I listened good. to the other one, but not this one. Oh, I that's all right. The other one's better and better band, catchier. <laughs> Do you, so what? Well, once we get to the other one, I'll ask what you. What makes you this song it. a summer song? What makes I, it good to you? It just, it's a country song. So uh, we touched on this last time, but like there's different types of summer song. This is the type where like country music. You're out on a boat. You're with your friends. Catchy. Yeah, it's not like a reminisce. You're not sitting by the fire. It's just a catchy, upbeat, redneck yacht club. Like, uh-huh. Doesn't that just sound fun? <laughs> and he kind of sings about it, and it's goofy. and We're goofy. Yeah, 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 something about like their president's name, Bob. He cracks a cold one at like 8 in the morning or something. I don't know. It's just it's fun. It's catchy. And it's one of those country songs like from childhood. Uh-huh. That it's like, oh, I remember those days. Takes him back to when he was a young burger, dude, a young patty. Mid two thousands country was just. I uh, I agree with that. Level. Whatever you were going with there. No, you're just on another level. Great, Toby Keith. Number Alan ten. Jackson. Oh, that's right. I'm ready. Number ten. I like keep the way Kyle talks. We've been friends for like five years. Talk almost <laughs> every day, and I never will ever catch on to like kyle will stop and think for a second and then keep the thought yeah, going and i'm just I, like jumping in there and he's i always feel like such an ass i yeah it is I what it is a lot. but it ain't what it used to be uh <laughs> number ahead. 10 the new entry to the list oh we bumped out a song 
We what brought, did you take out? I took out uh, Slide by Migos You yeah, and you Frank ex- Ocean. You had to explain that one. I like me. that song. That would probably be my number 11. But number 10, because she had to be on here somewhere. I also really wasn't a fan of the lack of representation of women on my list. Okay. Maybe that's maybe that's social justice warrior Nick coming in here, but I think the wonderful women musicians of the world deserve to be on this list, and I think they're very men-dominated. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Taylor Swift comes on oh, the list with, think of what song. with our song. Our song is the slam screen song. door. You're telling me you're not rolling the windows down and going, oh, yeah, yeah. like it's a song that's literally inviting you to sing along. It's our song. Mm. It's a summer song. <laughs> our song. That's awesome. It's the slam and screen door. <laughs> that one would definitely make my top 15 probably. That's another one from childhood. Like, we, my mom bought the first Taylor Swift CD that came out. I think that was on her first mm-hmm. CD back when she was like country yeah, only. Yeah, it's her with the curly hair with yeah. like the bluish background. Mm-hmm. I it think it's still her best door. song to date. That's and a great I, song. I'd argue her best, at least top three. Honorable mention for her would be 22. That's probably my number 12, oh, yeah. 13, because I am 22. Nice little summer yeah, bop, but our song... Yeah. Very solid number 10, in my opinion. You yeah. got the kind of like storytelling country kind of pop country vibe. Mm-hmm. I feel like I could be watching this play out in the movie or yeah, something. Yeah, like the music video for it. Yeah, I yeah. can put myself in the situation, and it's fun. Sing along. Mm-hmm. I think it makes for a good uh, good summer song. That's good. I'll do my number nine, then go to you. Nice. COVID, maybe wrapping Wait, up, oh. maybe not. <laughs> I thought that was your number no, nine. No, number nine. <laughs> number nine, deadly diseases. <laughs> COVID. Uh Number nine, Mask Off by Future. Oh, that's right. You did tell me about Kyle doesn't know this song nah. from a hole in his butt. Uh, that's okay. Not everyone has to like the same thing. Uh, mask I, Off, F it Mask, or Mask On, F it Mask Off. That's the that's the hook of the song. Uh, you know, we're taking our masks off. We're getting the Fauci vaccine, his, his secret sauce. We're getting it put into our arms. And uh, the masks are, masks are coming off. So I think it's a good, good pump-up summer song. Oh, what a... What an inviting way to tell someone to get a vaccine. You want the secret sauce pumped into your arm? Yeah. Yeah, boy, do I. uh, Number nine, Stays in Mexico, Toby Keith. Good one from Toby. Yeah. It's um, another beachy country one. It's about the dudes in Mexico, and there's a girl there, and, like, they both have families back home, but they hook up in Mexico, and what happens in Mexico? Yeah. Stays in Mexico. I love the uh, there's things down here the devil himself wouldn't do line. Like yeah. just that just and like from a summer perspective, yeah, it's it just like oh, good. you're doing something dumb in the summer, mm-hmm. just like hanging out. You've had a few too many. And you're doing stupid stuff. Exactly. Uh, there's no Toby on my list, which is probably surprising to everyone. Rum is the reason would be my Toby Keith pick. We could have done a top twenty, and I still would be saying, man, this one could probably be in my top yeah, twenty-five. <laughs> Whatever we said it, we'd add another five to the list yeah. and be like, oh, it makes my top forty-five, but not my <laughs> top forty. Um, my number, or actually, give me your number eight. My number eight. Ah, to keep up with the Mexico theme, I remember laughing. I forgot you had like seven Mexican songs. (laughs) Not Mexican songs, but. On the last one, I said it like five times in a row. I said the word Mexico and I couldn't stop laughing. (laughs) Yeah, you started laughing randomly. I was like, what's what's going on here? Uh, Have another beer in Mexico, Kenny Chesney. Kenny Chesney's probably like, if you were to say summer country, feel good country, it's at this point in the game, it's probably Kenny Chesney's the go to. I think American Kids by him. Yeah, Strong that's contender. right. We talked about this last time. Strong yeah. contender for me. Yeah, American. That one's more like maybe 
sitting around the fire. Mm-hmm. A little more reminiscent of summer. This one's a little more like have that's fun like in the moment. It's like a good summer concert song, actually, more yeah. than anything. But yeah, that's a good one. Comes to mind. Number eight. Not a huge fan of the person. Not even like the biggest fan of the song. But I think it needs to be in here. The Boys of Summer by Don Henley. That's right. You told of me the about Eagles. this one. Um, again, it's not like my favorite song. I think it's a little weird. Sounds It's very 80s vibe kind of feeling. Yeah. Heavy synth. C- kind of good guitar. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, not my favorite song. Good summer song, though. Probably the only time of the year I'd actually like go out of my way to listen to it. To, yeah, or not like skip it. That one's on the radio a lot, but that is a good one. Um, You again? Number seven? Number seven, Summer 16 by Drake. Going into senior year, felt like kings of the world, realizing that it really wasn't that big of a deal here a few years later, um, oh. being a senior in high school. Jeez. But, but uh, Drake just had so many really good songs while we were in high school and middle school. I think it had to be reflected somewhere here. Hmm. So I choose to put him at number seven with Summer 16. Nice. Some might say One Dance by Drake. No, I hate that song. Get it out of my face. Ugh. Get it out of here. We're going to go with Summer 16. Gotcha. I am not familiar with Drake's music very well. Anything from like 2010 to 2020, I'm I'm pretty hazy on. My number seven, Chattahoochee by Alan Jackson. I I understand there's a lot of country on here. Why'd you say hoochie? Chattahoochee. (laughs) The the emphasis on the ooh. Chattahoochee. He went the Chattahoochee. I don't know, Chattahoochee. Sounds, Sounds like a skin disease, the more I think. Yeah, I got, the, I got a bad case of the, <laughs> the Chattahoochee everywhere. Chattahoochee. <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's, um, I don't what's that song about? It's about him, like, being down on fi- the river. Yeah, and how much those muddy waters meant to Yeah, him. it's him reminiscing with his friends. He's, you know, takes a girl on a date, settles for a burger and a grape snow cone. He dropped her off early, didn't but he go didn't home. go home. No, he did not. He went back to the no river. No siree, Bob. Yeah, and that one's just like, that's just summer in general. Mm-hmm. You're hanging here, you're doing this, you're doing that. You always got Chattahoochee. Now we go to your number six, yeah. if I'm keeping track right. That's right. Springsteen, Eric Church. This might have been one we both had. I don't. We definitely talked about it. This one's more of like, you're sitting around a fire, maybe summer's getting... There's songs where, like, you're sitting around a fire to listen to, and then there's songs like, man, summer's flying by. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I wish the time would last longer. Not that this song is even really about any of that. It's Mm -hmm. just about... Being older. Yeah, it just makes you think about that kind of thing. It's a slower one. Mm -hmm. I have some of those as my list goes on. Like, the more my list goes on, I think the more the songs mean. They mean a little more. Maybe. I don't know. The more I look at it, some of them don't. (laughs) I, uh... (laughs) Sorry. My... I thought I was about to get really deep, and then I realized like three and four, eh, uh, yeah. they're just really good songs. He gave it another glance over. It. He's like, like, yeah, never mind. That, that might not touch you. Uh, oh, <laughs> number uh, six for me. Uh, those were the best days of our life. Brian Adams, summer of '69. Uh, we did talk about this one. I keep saying that as if we didn't talk about the <laughs> Brian Adams. Like people, I don't think a lot of people like Brian Adams. I don't know what he ever did, but this is the only song I really know by him. There's like maybe two others, but Summer 69, I like yeah. the song. Got yeah. that nostalgic feel, but it's kind of an upbeat song, so you can't really tell. Yeah. Uh, good listen. Yeah. Good listen for the summer. I also feel like people don't care for Brian Adams, and I don't know why. I, like... I don't know what he did. I think he did something kind of scummy, but I don't know what oh, it was. Oh, really? I like Run to You. I might be wrong. 
He's got a song called Run to You that's catchy. That one I just hear a lot on the radio, so I skip uh-huh. it. But it's still a good song. Good summer song, too. Number five, Sarah's Diners. Classic go-to song. I've heard it there, even though they usually play 50s, 60s music, because that's the theme oh, of the I diner. this one. Mm-hmm. Billy Joel's Uptown Girl. And I remember saying that's one that I would consider adding you heavily. Can, that's you can say that's not really a summer song. His wife at the time's dancing while him and his mechanic buddies in the music video are making crank noises to cars and <laughs> running around chasing after her while she's waiting to get her freaking muffler changed or something. Um, but I don't know. Something about it. It's catchy. I think it's the first time I really heard that song. It's like, what is this song? This is great. Mm-hmm. was during the summer at that Sarah's oh, Diner okay. here in Erie. And so I associated with that and just like, it's upbeat. It's catchy. You can listen to it like 30 times in a row and just uh, yeah. still be kind of grooving along mm-hmm. to it. Not necessarily like a summer song. A catchy song is automatic, automatically, automatically classified. That's I made a word up between those two. <laughs> Not like one of those is automatically a summer song. What's right. something about this? Just like, you know, you see a pretty girl during the summer. You're like, woo, yeah. like imagine wooing her and like being her guy Everything or something. Out I get to well. live that life. I lived that life. Hi. Hi. I know Kyle, my girlfriend doesn't like Kyle, but hi. Uh, maybe. I think it's all a facade, um, but whatever. I so. Whatever. <laughs> Kyle's like, oh, man, now I'm going to think about it tonight. Uh, what's your number five? Um, my number five, Kokomo, the Beach Boys. Classic. I mean, you can't have summer music without the Beach Boys, and Kokomo's a great, uh, what's it called? I completely blanked. I was about to just say, oh, it's a great song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I already know that. Great song. Uh it's got that steel drum. I remember bringing this up last time. It's got the steel they drum. They even acknowledge it. Yeah. <laughs> that's Falling right. Falling in love with a steel drum band. That's right. And then they go, that's your cutie. <laughs> <laughs> he plays right along. It's good. It's got the um, kind of like the Mexico songs. It's got that like island feel. Rum is the reason has a steel drum. Mm-hmm. Same idea. A vacation song. Makes yeah. you want to go on vacation, be on vacation. I agree. Great one. Number four, the song I sent you. That wasn't Redneck Yacht Club that you did listen to, Saturday in the Park. I liked that one. Yeah. And when I looked these up, because a while back when we had come up with this idea, I Googled popular summer songs because I didn't know, are they popular because they came out in the summer or like Uptown Girl just because it sounds good in the summer. It's, you know, catchier. And uh, that one was on there. And I know they mentioned the 4th of July in the song, but like other than that, mm-hmm. it's just about it's being It's like Die Hard's the... a Christmas movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's like just being in the park on a Saturday, but it's catchy and I it's, love Chicago. It's, it's 9 o'clock on a Saturday. Oh, man. People. Or 5 feel... o'clock. I can never remember if it's 5 or 9 o'clock it's in Piano Man. 9, nine o'clock? I think it's 9. I think it's 9. It's 9 o'clock. I oh, feel like it's boy. 5, though. Every time I convince myself that it's 1, I think it's wow. the other. Man, I just don't want to sit here in silence, but I could think about that mm-hmm. for a while. If you had a gun to my head, yeah, I couldn't tell you with confidence. Billy Joel standing right behind the camera. What is it? <laughs> no, he's still following her around for Uptown Girl. <laughs> You'll have to, I'll have to send you the video or just watch the video, Uptown Girl. There's one background dancer with Billy Joel who is 10 times more over the top than anybody else in that song. <laughs> he's smiles all weird. He's like very into it. And I'm like, it's Billy Joel and his girl. He's I don't like, know hey, why you're getting so close. Hey, hey, Jeff, you're going to be in the very back. Just don't, don't make anything too. Yeah. Don't make it too. Oh, it's so it's, oh, it's weird. He sticks out. Maybe he was dancing to your number one song in the background. Oh. Uh, a little, little teaser there. If you suffered through this, this long, <laughs> uh, what number are we at? Four? Four. Yep. Hotel California. That's right. By the Eagles. Or as that. I have them written here, Eagle. Eagle. <laughs> One. The one. I guess that's what we call Don Henley, Don or the boys of 
Hotel California. Yeah. Uh, California makes me think of summer. I don't know. It just kind of it kind of hits different in the summer. It's a good driving song. Kind of like Windows reminds down. me of a vacation, mm-hmm. and it's a great driving song too. Yeah. Uh, I wish I had more so high up the list. It just feels right in the summer, though. Yeah. Again, my no, four and five just feel right in the summer. I like that. I would. This is a good one. Next time we're with like a group of people, I, not that people know their summer songs off the top of their head, but I wonder what most people would say maybe not their number one but like what comes to mind when you say summer songs tonight when we all hang out with the friends hey could you just give me your your top 10 summer songs 10 through one just really quick when you finish that free throw if you don't mind (laughs) hey hey, uh uh me number three or was that that was your number four right yeah okay you're number three go for it um so this is funny because my top three songs were just in your list but they're in a different order Number oh. three is Springsteen by Eric Church. That's right. We did have songs that match. Kind of weird to go to a kind of nostalgic song here, a nostalgic summer kind of tune mm-hmm. where it's challenging you to think of like when you were younger. Yeah. Uh, but I love it here. I love when you're, it's like the, it's like an August song. You yeah. know, when you're a kid and That's it's August, word. you're like, summer's almost up here. We got to make the most of it. It's like a life Mm-hmm. summer song but it's the august of summer like it's just looking back at everything yeah, and i kind like of June. love that about this song i hear you that's kind of how my number one similar idea uh for number three i said courtesy of the red white and blue mm. toby keith it is fourth of july to the max it's just because part of summer that is so big memorial day fourth of july labor day picnics you know, America, summer, even though the 4th of July is only one holiday, summer feels like it's, you know, Amer- I don't know, America's time. I don't know how you put like, <laughs> no, Like, things that happen in the winter aren't universal to America. Christmas, Thanksgiving, Halloween, that's not just here. But you know what I mean? Like, it's got that feel, Independence Day. I don't know, summer, at home, hanging out, going to picnics, and courtesy of the red, white, and blue. Great song. Maybe it hasn't aged the greatest, but that's he like also wrote it like that came out and really like right after post nine eleven country nationalism yeah. through the roof. There's he, nothing wrong with a song or two like that here and there. Sure, and back being then on your playlist. Of, yeah, it was a big thing back then too. For you know, has it aged? The I mean, best? that was I the air. That was the attitude then. You yeah. mess with America, you're gonna get it. Oh yeah. So was, what if W wanted to go over there for some oil? You know, it was yeah. Attitude was very much different and. Uh, Toby Keith just became that guy, the pro patriotic, uh-huh. super country. He music had a like lot that. of them. Mm-hmm. He had like American Soldier. Yep. Uh, made in America. Yeah. Yeah. Made in America. I was about he had, to say here for my horses, but that's not really America. That's just the good old that's boys. That's for a movie. Yeah. <laughs> With him and Willie. Oh, man. Well, Kyle, right. I hate to tell you this, but we, we got to go somewhere for my number two. We gotta go. We gotta go out. Sorry, I was just—I wasn't ready. We for gotta him. go somewhere. You know where we gotta go? Where? Way down yonder in the Chattahoochee. <laughs> you never knew how much those water, muddy waters meant to me. Uh, I—I I thought you were about to say like, well, the camera just died. No, or like, no. You let me know something, and we gotta redo. No, <laughs> no. That's just telling you that we're going to the Chattahoochee. I understand. Um, as you said, it's funny because my top three are all songs Kyle said before. Maybe spoiler for my number one. We always one. do that, one of us. I um, apologize. We knew it this time, too, because our trial run, I guess we could call it, <laughs> last week these songs were all on there. Uh, but 
what a song. Just replayability through the roof. Just like I'm having fun and in the summer, and this is a place that meant a lot to me. Yeah. I could make a song called Presque Isle, and I would be... <laughs> right, it would fit right in. And, you know, it's good. There's not much small, to add to what you said, but... I would say being from a smaller town, city that we're in, I feel like it means a little bit more. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like a song like that wouldn't be a hit in the city. Cause no. Because you don't have that New York, spot. New York City, you're not like... Yeah, you don't have your spot you go to. Statue you, of Liberty. Yeah, it wouldn't It wouldn't. Never knew how much Lady Freedom meant to me. <laughs> Terrible. Number two, I have Surfing USA, the Beach Boys. I yeah, I tried to impress you with my double Beach Boys songs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it should be noted that my list could have been almost all Beach Boys. Songs. Yeah, you can't have summer music without them. Surfing USA is just the like, hey, I'm going to the beach. What music do I want to hear? Boom, mm-hmm. that's it. Granted, I think about those things in an older sense. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to the beach, I play older music. Mm-hmm. I don't play you know the new stuff. But it's great. It's catchy. Everybody likes it. Uh, it's just one of the ones that, like, even if you don't love the song, you got to at least respect why yeah. it's been a, a hit summer song this long. Yeah, I agree. Number one. Stood the test of time. That's It did. Uh, do you want to go or you want me you to go? You can go. All right. Mine's not fun because you've already heard mine. I I feel it's awkward. Like, so the last time when we did this, I built up to my number one. Mm-hmm. And now that I don't have that full train of steam behind me, I feel like it's like, oh, here's my number one. Night Moves, Bob Seeger. Good stuff. Oh, the best. This is, uh, to use the phrase you used, an August song. You're driving down the road. You're thinking about the good old times. A little sad, but not too sad. Wind in your hair. Oh, maybe sitting by a fire. Night Moves is the best. Just ah, a great reminiscence song. And I guess of summer music, maybe those are my favorite. The ones that you can listen to by the fire are the ones that just, you know, you sit and think mm-hmm. about how fast time flies. And <laughs> I was about to just go down a dark path, but I, I just keep, keep getting darker. <laughs> Nothing else matters. No one can even it's see just... me slamming that over there. Uh, number one for me. You got to go somewhere again. To the Kokomo. Where are we gonna go? We'll get there fast. Or we can take it slow. Uh, I think me reciting the lyrics to Kyle, talking them to him, is making him irate over there. It's all right. It's all right. Great Beach Boys song. Yeah. Just naming all of those tropical places you'd love to go in the summer. Yeah. Uh, being with someone you care about for him. It, it's a great summer song. There's not much more to say. And everybody likes this song. You go up behind somebody say, Aruba, and I bet you they say Jamaica before you have a chance to... Can you take your mask out? Jamaica. <laughs> that was a very lame attempt at a joke, and I apologize. You're doing, you're doing good. Keep trying. One of them's gonna stick. Um, we hope you've stuck around with us for this entire uh, episode. We're gonna get in a flow. Yeah. I feel like we've been kind of clunky out of the gate, and then every time we get like past the half hour mark, it's like, oh. To be fair, we the last episode was great. First. Recording. Oh, we were. We were all, just because two of our topics we've already talked about. Uh-huh. You don't want to sound too redundant, because I mean, me and you could sit and talk about music for hours, let alone movies, sports, you know, our lives. Mm-hmm. To, to cram all that in, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. Mid-season form. We're on our well, way. Well, next up. week will be the best episode of Have an Opinion ever. 
I wasn't informed. You, you can you can sit there and doubt us, but at the end of the day, next week, next Friday, will be the best episode of Have an Opinion Ever. I guarantee it. That's all I have to say. Any final thoughts from you, Mr. Burgerman? I, I hope we live up to everyone's expectations now that I know that. Yes. We'll see you next week on Have an Opinion, you freaks.